Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Monday, January 13th, and our guest this morning checking in with Pastor Michael Salamink, Executive Director of Mission and Ministry, Lutherans for Life. Pastor Salamink, thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour this morning. Thank you, and good morning. Blessed Monday, happy January, happy Epiphany, mm-hmm. baptism of our Lord. And yeah. we just uh, launched something new yesterday. It's kind of cool with Pastor Salamink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot to include this in the notes. Uh, a life moment rolled out uh, this weekend on Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday. A uh, new program with Pastor Salamink. And uh, that was a lot of fun collaborating with you on that, Pastor Salamink. Yeah, for several years, Lutherans for Life has been uh, offering as a resource something called Life Thoughts in the Church here, which we've published in print in our quarterly journal, LifeGate. That's a free subscription journal for anyone who's interested in our website, lutheransforlife.org. But it looks at the um, each week's lectionary readings with our life ears and uh, applies God's word to life issues, since the sanctity of life is not just limited to a few isolated passages of Scripture. It's written on every page throughout the entire story of God's love for humankind. And, uh, and uh, Andy, we had the opportunity to commit some of those to, to sound, produce them for radio. And so now KFUO's listeners will be, uh, will be treated to a life moment. Hey, and catch those on Saturday and Sunday morning, uh, right in the middle of Moments of Assurance Weekend Edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, catch them there, and then uh, also in the afternoon as well on Sunday. All right, so speaking of Lutherans for Life and life topics, life issues, Life Sunday 2020. What do you have for us, Pastor Salamik? Life Sunday, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday, has uh, been a federal proclamation by um, several presidents, starting with uh, Ronald Reagan. And it usually happens on the Sunday closest to the anniversary of the Roe v. Wade decision in 1973. The anniversary of that date is January 22. So this year, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday takes place on January 19, this coming Sunday. Uh, Lutherans for Life has several, for several years has put together uh, a kit of resources for congregations to be able to observe Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. This year, our theme is, Did God Really Say? From Genesis chapter 3, when um, the ancient serpent Satan tempts Eve in the garden, he says, did God really say you shall not eat from any tree in the garden? Of course, the devil is a one-trick pony, and so he continues to uh, to tempt us today. Did God really say that every human life is valuable? Did God really say that uh, it's your body, it's your choice? So we examine some of those uh, through our resources, which consist of a Bible study with the Leader's Guide, uh, we have a children's message outline. We have an order of service all put together. Uh, we have a bulletin insert, uh, something just for kids. And uh, we have a handful of model sermon manuscripts to help pastors and congregations prepare to celebrate uh, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday, which they can do this coming Sunday or at any time during the church year. Those resources are absolutely free from Lutheran for Life and can be downloaded from our website. That is a lot of great resources, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, good things that, that you uh, provide for churches to be able to do. I noticed when I walked into church yesterday that we already have our table set up and getting ready uh, for next Sunday with all of those all of those resources. Um, can you give us a little bit of an insight into maybe what the Bible study um, or, or some of the, the topics that would be um, in some of these resources for churches to use? Give us a little, a little teaser nugget. Absolutely. Our Bible study, of course, will 
uh, examine our text, which is Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 to 21, um, and using uh, the words and the doctrines that are there to look at the sanctity of human life uh, of the unborn. Um, did God really say that human life begins at fertilization? Um, we, we also find in that passage uh, that God values life all the way um, through our ups and our downs in every situation uh, in our lives, all the way through death and beyond into eternity. Um, so we examine the sanctity of life in the context of, of the end of life uh, in the Bible. So you also in, in the sermons, uh, the unique uh, voice perspective of Lutherans for Life is gospel-motivated. So um, so many of our culture's conversations about life issues proceed in anger and in fear, and we want to bring a message of joy and hope, um, a spirit of courage and compassion into those situations. And so Lutherans for Life focuses on uh, what God says yes to, that he says yes to every life because he creates and redeems and calls us from fertilization to forever to be his own, no matter what our ages, our appearances, our abilities. Um, and that brings great comfort um, and great enthusiasm to everybody's life. It gives worth and purpose to every human being, no matter what situation we're in. Um, so that's that's our message this year. That's our message every year. That's what Lutherans for Life is all about. And coming up uh, very soon, you're headed to Washington, D.C. for the annual March for Life. Tell us a little bit about the events surrounding that this year. Yeah, March for Life takes place um, on the Friday closest to the end of the show of Movie Wade. Um, I suppose it could be called a protest march, but anyone who's ever been there recognizes that it really is a celebration. Not a celebration, of course, um, of the destruction of human life, but a celebration of the value that God gives to every human life. Um, we'll be in town on Thursday, January 23, for the March for Life Expo, and uh, we exhibit in conjunction with the Missouri Synod Communications Department all day at that expo and get to meet lots of wonderful people and share um, the unique gospel-motivated message of Lutherans. Uh, on the 24th, then, is the actual March for Life, and Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Alexandria, Virginia, graciously hosts all of the Missouri Synod Lutherans who are in town for that march that morning uh, for a worship service. Um, Lutherans for Life is also gathering together our Y for a Life department, that's our student division, will have activities uh, the night before the march for any high school or college students uh, who are in town, uh, sign-making, devotions, um, contemplation, reflection, preparation, um, and then we gather again after the march at the hotel um, to have some of those youth activities as well. And uh, the, um, some of the Lutherans will be attending the March for Life Rose Banquet, at which uh, our president, uh, Pastor Matthew Harrison, will be speaking on behalf uh, of the Lutherans. And so we're looking forward to all of those events. Lutherans for Life's presence there concludes on Saturday with our uh, Y for Life Youth Conference that takes place uh, that day. And then um, we come back home filled with the energy of literally hundreds of thousands uh, of life-minded people who have been singing and walking together and laughing and sharing and encouraging um, the most folks you'll ever see gathered in one place at one time. And the majority of them are young people, high school and college age students. So it really is a wonderful event. I was able to go last year for the first time and it was uh, 
It was really incredible. You're talking through uh, what what happens that day, and I just have all these uh, mm-hmm. all these memories of of meeting all of these people and being surrounded by so many people who uh, who hold those same beliefs about the sanctity of life. It's uh, it's really a, an amazing uh, experience. Can you give us um, give us a little bit more of a picture of of what it's like to be uh, walking down the street with? Uh, with all of these people and, and meeting them, what is what is that like for people who who haven't had the chance to go to Washington for this? Well, first of all, it's not just uh, Lutherans. Of course, there are <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people. There are lots and lots of different people, Christians, of course, but also uh, folks who are of a secular persuasion who are convinced by science and logic that every human life has value and that treating them um, fairly uh, is the best way to go for our culture. But there are also people from around the world. Uh, I met folks last year from Iceland, from Colombia. Um, people come from Africa and Asia to join in this March for Life. So, uh, just a large celebration of the value of human beings. Um, and it's called a March for Life, but it really, uh, those of us who have been there, we, we talk about it more as a shuffle for life. <laughs> because with that many people, even though uh, the streets are very wide there, um, you don't move very fast. And, and we... We take a path from the National Mall, um, which is uh, very near the Washington Monument, and uh, we march up Constitution Avenue to the Supreme Court, uh, where we have um, some moments of reflection and prayer. And all along the way, uh, people are cheering, they are chanting, uh, they are talking to one another because you know the march takes you know three hours with all of those people trying to shuffle through there. Uh, but it's very peaceful. Um, Despite some of the news coverage last year, uh, incidents of confrontation are very, very rare. There's not a lot of counter-protesters. People in the area are very respectful. And, of course, those who march in the March for Life uh, are among the best people in our society. And so uh, they're respectful even of folks that they disagree with, um, take good care of the property, pick up after themselves, um, and just try to leave folks with an impression that uh, human life is worth celebrating at every stage. And I appreciate earlier that you, you mentioned not only are there people from all over the world, but you mentioned there are some youth events happening, uh, which indicates that there's a broad age range of people at the March for Life as well. Yeah, from little ones in strollers, uh, entire families of people, groups that travel from Really, every state in the Union, they come on buses, they come on planes, they come on caravans. Uh, People of every color, ethnicity, and persuasion, um, elderly folks, but the vast, honestly, the vast majority are those student age groups um, coming from high schools, coming from universities. And over the past several years, that uh, that average age has been getting younger and younger. And what's so encouraging about that is that it means that the generations who have gone before uh, the upcoming generations have faithfully delivered uh, this message to the next generation. They have stood for life in the face of a culture that is sometimes hostile. Um, and those young people then have, have picked that up and are, are taking it forward, um, not just so that we can see an end to legalized abortion uh, in our country, but more so um, so that the value of every human being can permeate everything that we say, everything that we do, um, so that these atrocities never happen in the first place. And just a half a minute left, but mm-hmm. I want to I share briefly that there are Lutherans for Life regional conferences coming up this year as well. Just a little teaser about that? We do. 
Yeah, check our website. Uh, our new theme is going to be from invisible to indispensable from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 22. You can look that up. We've got four exotic locations. Uh, we'll be in Pittsburgh, Fargo, Orlando, and Phoenix. And uh, we'd love to have you come and be a part of that uh, affordable fellowship, education, and celebration. Pastor Michael Salomink, Executive Director of Mission and Ministry Lutherans for Life. Thanks so much for joining us this morning on the Coffee Hour. Thank you again, folks. Hope to talk to you soon. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.